Welcome to I Am Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. So it was Christmas 1976, and my uncle had given our family this newfangled device called a smoke detector. And it soon became like a source of entertainment and like my dad's favorite party trick. I mean, anytime we had visitors coming into our house, he would usher them over to the living room wall where he had mounted this white plastic device. And we would have adults and kids gathered around in this hushed environment while he got out the matches or the lighter. And he'd hold it under the smoke detector. And we would all wait for that... That loud, incredibly piercing, obnoxious sound that would come out every time. And I can't tell you why this was so entertaining, but it was 1976, and we had no internet, right? (laughs) So (laughs) there were no options for us. So uh, I grew up about an hour uh, east of Los Angeles in Southern California. And our neighborhood used to be in Orange Grove, as many neighborhoods in Southern California are. And in fact, we still had orange trees in our neighborhood. So we had one in our front yard, and neighbors had one in the backyard, but they were kind of sprinkled around. Uh, We had uh, a classic 1970s ranch-style home, perfect for our family five, um, myself, my older sister, my younger brother, mom and dad, and, uh, you know, typical pets and and we had a um, we had this uh, rustic. I think it was called a split rail fence in our front yard, decorative but not functional. You know the kind you could kind of slide through or walk over, but it was separating our, our yard from the from the sidewalk. Um, so it was probably uh, it was November of that year that um, I awoke. Uh, I was awakened by the sound of the smoke detector. They, and my eyes weren't even open yet, but I remember thinking, why is somebody playing with a smoke detector in the middle of the night? That was quickly followed by the voice of my younger brother screaming at the top of his lungs, fire, fire. And I'll never forget the way he said that. In fact, at a more appropriate moment, like not then, but later, I asked my brother, why fire? You know, it should be fire. And, you know, when I mentioned that to my brother, of course, he just gave me an irritated look because that didn't make any sense to him. So our bedrooms were in the back of the house. We had four bedrooms in this ranch-style home. And I don't know if my brother opened the bedroom door or I opened it, but... Bedrooms were in the back. I had to go through our hall, out to the, to the right, to the, to the front yard. As I'm going down the hall, I can smell smoke. Just I don't know if you've ever smelled like a fire of a building or something that's not wood. <laughs> but it's just this really sharp, it's a smell you never forget. To this day, I will be in the middle of having lunch. I will be talking to a friend, and I'm like, do you smell that? You know, the sense memory is so strong for me because of being, being through that experience. So 
get into my hallway, there's smoke, it's black smoke. I can look through the hallway over to the kitchen, there's uh, orange and, and yellow um, flames dancing. I stumble out, I get into our front yard, my brother's already there, my sister's there, we're all kind of huddled in the, in the driveway. Um, nobody's, you know, nobody's arrived. We can, I think we, are, we heard sirens at that point of the fire engines coming. Um, but it was, you know, scary. And then all of a sudden, the neighbors, I see neighbors starting to come out of their homes. And they're, you know, kind of gathered at the edge of the property. They don't want to get too close. And the fire trucks are starting to arrive. And I look down. And I remember that I had chosen to wear my Christmas pajamas to bed that evening that I'd gotten for the prior Christmas. My Christmas pajamas were pink fuzzy rabbit pajamas with the finked. Okay, I call them rabbit pajamas, but they're basically a giant onesie. So I am 19 years old, by the way. I am 19 years old. I'm standing in my driveway with every attractive fireman in a 10-mile radius. All of my neighbors are now <laughs> lined up. All of this beauty on display um, for them to see. So my, my brain had kind of wrapped itself around that. And then I hear my neighbor, one of the, the, the nice kind of moms in the neighborhood who is, you know, she wants to take care of me. I hear, Sally! I look over. She's a good 20 feet away. Sally! I'm looking at her. What size bra do you wear? Okay, we got firemen. We got my neighbors. We, we, I'm 19. <laughs> I will tell you, this here has never been a 911 situation. There has never been a need <laughs> for anybody to rush a bra to me because it's not really necessary. <laughs> Especially when I'm in front of, you know, firemen and neighbors and stuff. So, uh, you know, um, it took not very long for the fire to get put out. The fire got put out. The neighbors kind of went back to where to their homes. Um, families in the front yard. My my dad. Um, my dad had actually uh, been taken off in an ambulance. <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but um, he had grabbed a fire hose and was trying to spray down the house and. He'd had a history of heart issues, so they wanted to make check him out. So it was really a precaution. So we knew Dad was going to be fine. It was, it was my mom wasn't there. My mom had gotten up early, early that morning and left the house for, for an appointment. So my mom's in L.A. at an appointment. She has no idea our house is burned down. <laughs> my dad's in the hospital. It's me, my brother, and my sister. We're in our pajamas in the front yard. We're, we're kind of surveying things. Our house... The front half of it had burned to the ground. So, so, the, so, so the living room, family room, and kitchen burned to the ground. The bedrooms were completely smoke damaged. So I don't know if you've ever seen smoke damage, but it's like somebody took a, bright, a giant spray can and sprayed everything you own black and made it smell really bad. That's smoke damage. So the three of us are in our front yard, and we're kind of surveying things. I don't know who started it, but... We were really fans of Steve Martin back then. This was 1977. 
and he was pretty, you know, pretty popular guy. And he did this routine where he would uh, play the banjo, and he would say things like, "Yeah, everything feels really good when you're playing. No, nothing's bad when you're playing the banjo. You know, I'm going to the dentist, oh, but I'm playing the banjo. Oh, my house is burning down, but I'm playing the banjo. So we're all, the three of us, are playing air banjo in the front yard, doing a Steve Martin routine, and our house is, you know, in ruins behind us." Um, so that gives you a sense of kind of our family dynamic. Uh, you might be curious about what started the fire. So when my mom left that morning to, for her early morning appointment, she had taken a cup of water and put it into another newfangled device, which is called a microwave. Well, it took our insurance company months and months to figure this out, but they had a motivation because <clears throat> our house was basically a total loss. But they found out that she had heated this cup of water, left the house. For some reason, the, the microwave malfunctioned. And it either sparked or just outright exploded because the fire, I mean, within a half an hour, you know, the kitchen and the, and the family room was ablaze. So that's kind of um, how that started. And this, you know, this, these stories around the fire, I mean, you've got me in my pink fuzzy rabbit pajamas, my onesie. You've got my brother screaming fire, you know, you've got my dad going off in an ambulance, and this story has become the fabric, part of the fabric of our family, and it really has something that binds us closer together. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.